United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. It's time to catch up with Kazakhstan. Gavin Helf is senior expert on Central Asia at the U.S. Institute of Peace. He works on Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, and Tajikistan, also Turkmenistan and Uzbekistan. Wow, Gavin, all the garden spots. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, all the stands, right. (laughs) I stand that part of the world. Um, (laughs) Let's get up to speed on Kazakhstan. What is the status there right now? Um, Things have settled down. The Russian troops and uh, and CFTO troops that were brought in uh, during the crisis have all gone home. Um, Things are quiet in the streets. There's, you know, there are a lot of um, there are a lot of people who are still under arrest uh, and they're still trying to sort everything out. But it looks like uh, the situation has really been stabilized. Uh, And politically, what's this? What's the sitch? So. The situation is, you know, what I think we really saw here was a combination of real, honest-to-goodness protests. Um, people were fed up uh, with uh, corruption. They were fed up with um, a, a real inequity and in kind of how the oil wealth was distributed um, across the population. And the proximate reason this happened was they raised the price of propane Mm-hmm. You know, in the middle of winter, which was probably a really bad idea. So there was a real protest. Um, but what really happened was the former president, Nazarbayev, uh, the old guy who's been trying to hand off power to uh, uh, a chosen successor, Takayev, that really broke down. And I think what we really saw there was the the weakness of authoritarian systems. They can't get from sort of, you know, one president uh, and his um, family and his oligarchs to the next president very safely. And it's a real weak <laughs> spot for all of these countries. <laughs> I mean, that's just one of their many issues. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. Uh, so it started out as, as a protest against fuel prices and then like sort of mushroomed into something yeah. else. And the people seem a bit fearful there uh, of, of, of protesting again. Well, uh, we're going to see more protests and these, these things happen um, usually they're, they're a little bit more, you know, focused and local and the, the regime, you know, the Nazarbayev government and the Takayev government over the years has been very, they've been very good at sort of, you know, they've got a playbook for dealing with these, right? You, okay. So somebody raised the price of propane. So let's, and people are in the streets, let's lower the price of propane. Let's have a tax holiday. Let's try to buy people off. And, these protests really did start out as the kind that, you know, the, the, that the, the government was going to try to buy off and then they got out of control um, and it didn't really work. So we're going to see protests again. Um, I, I imagine that, that we'll probably see more um, of the government trying to work its way out of that and buy it off without using violence. The reason that the, that the violence took place here was because parts of the the, the government that were lo- loyal to um, the old president fought against parts of the government that were loyal to the new president. So it wasn't really the game plan that they usually would, would want to use. And what was the Russia piece of this? Well, you know, Russia, I think it was a very limited engagement. Um, they came in, uh, they guarded the airport uh, and some, you know, like electric stations and stuff like that. I think what it really was was 
Putin putting his finger on the scales mm-hmm. uh, and tipping it uh, on the side of, of, of Takayev, uh, the president, as a signal to everybody else in this in the system that no, you know, you're not going to be able to uh, the government. This isn't going to happen. Uh, Putin's got your back. I think <laughs> you know people people were people were a little afraid that you know this was was Russia coming in to rebuild the Soviet Union or reassert you know it's 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 sovereignty over uh, part of you know a country that used to be part of the Soviet Union. But I think really you have to look at Russia. Uh, a little bro- more broadly, they're very busy right now in Ukraine. Um, they've got a real bandwidth problem. They've got a lot of stuff on their plate. So I think this was sort of a very limited uh, defensive mood. And and one really important thing to remember about Russia is Russia's foreign policy can be different in different places. So they're very aggressive and hostile in Ukraine. Um, they're always kind of stirring the pot and keeping it churned going um in the caucuses and they're actually more or less a force for stability in central asia and they can do that all at the same time so you know that that i think that the real story here was this was um a breakdown of of elite politics and putin uh sort of voted with his soldiers feet uh to come in and and tip the scale and and what about the u.s um you know the u.s is is never and never has been um, a big player in this part of the world. Obviously, it's you know right between Russia and China, um, so we're 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 not really um, you know the major player, and and probably never will be. And that's probably even more so true since uh, August when we pulled our troops out of Afghanistan and sort of you know stopped having a, an immediate interest in the region. I think what our real um, our real goal should be trying to figure out how to move Tokaya um, in the direction of, of, of opening up the regime of political reforms uh, as opposed to oppression uh, of, of these things. And he's, he's come out and said some really great things about, you know, if, if we don't um, address the underlying um, grievances, economic grievances and political grievances that the people have, we're going to be back you know, into a situation with protests again. So he's saying the right things. I think we have to really figure out how to give him a chance um, to do the right thing and, and, and support him if he's, if he's moving towards reform because Russia and China will certainly um, be willing to support him with the suppression side of things. And, and, and we hopefully don't want that to happen. Gavin Helf is senior expert on Central Asia at the U.S. Institute of Peace. Gavin, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Great. Great to join you. Bye. Take care. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.